How's it going, everybody? Here to do my review and spoiler-ish. But not really spoiler. It's mainly spoiler-free uh, thoughts on the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Obviously, today the finale episode came out and I did watch it this morning. Uh, along with... Mortal Kombat afterwards, which I will do a separate review for. Um, but to get into this series, um, this is really what I have to say. And again, like, it's it's really not going to be that spoilery. Um, but my my spoiler-free thoughts are this: I thought it was fantastic. Um, I think. Everything they promised throughout each of the episodes, they concluded with. You know, each and every one of the characters got an ending to their arc. Maybe it didn't exactly go where maybe we thought it would in the beginning. But there was conclusion for literally each and every character. And I personally really enjoyed what they did. I can understand why some people may have their little nitpicks with the show, but I really don't understand anyone that has any massive issue with it because it literally is one of the few times where they really did, like, come through on everything. They really did, like, answer all the questions. They laid it all out on the table for everybody I don't know what more you could have wanted I really don't know what more you could have wanted you know Um, you know I was talking about this with a buddy of mine earlier I I couldn't remember for sure and I probably could have done a little bit of research before recording, recording this but alas I did not but I don't remember if Falcon and Winter Soldier was another one of the shows that got shortened because of the pandemic like WandaVision did or if they had always planned on just doing six episodes um so I will I will say so I will say this you know WandaVision I feel like having the pandemic happened actually worked for its benefit because I really don't think we needed more episodes for WandaVision. Maybe one more, you know, um, you know, just to fully flesh things out just a tad bit more with, um, with, um, Agatha. But, um, but, you know, really with that one, um, you really, you really didn't, you really didn't, um, you know, it was fine that one episode sort of got scrapped because, you know, um, I think the show was fine the way it was. And this one, sure, there there are definitely moments throughout the series. There are beats. I shouldn't say moments because moments make it sound like I'm saying scenes. But there are, there are plot points that happen throughout the series that you can tell probably were a little bit longer where they intended for a little bit more to happen but did not 
But with that being said, for me, I don't think it took away from the story at all. You know, I think, you know, and I even think that somebody like me, the only reason that I can pick up on those things is just because, because of being a, the, the film aficionado that I am and the entertainment junkie, I can just, I can tell shots, you know, when you, when you're switching from camera angle to camera angle and when, when you use certain dialogue here and certain dialogue there, or you frame a action sequence this way or that way, it's, it's really easy for, I can very easily tell whether it's a re reshoot thing or if it was originally there, um, you know, that's why when there are films that I can't tell, you know that they do a really good job because then I'm even somebody going, hey, they really, you know, they really hid this well because I thought that was, you know, something they filmed initially. Like, a lot of the Rogue One reshoots, I honestly couldn't tell what was, you know, reshooting or, or not on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I felt like they really hid well the new stuff and the old stuff. That is a, that is a, you know, a good middle ground to put. I, you know, there are better than that, but there's also worse than that, you know? And I feel like this with Captain America is, is a few nudges below Rogue One. You know, it's, I don't think they did as good of a job as Rogue One, but I think they, they, they did a good job of doing what they did. And, you know, like, you know, someone brought up to me the other day, this whole notion of like, you know, superhero film fatigue. And, you know, I didn't say this to to my buddy because, you know, I didn't want to be rude or whatever, you know, but, you know, but something he said, and it got me to thinking, which is why I'm bringing it up here. And then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts on it as well. But, but, um, I've, he, 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 he pretty much was telling me that he himself is sort of giving over the whole, you know, superhero movie thing and superhero genre thing. And, you know, basically what I told him was, see, I just, I don't, I don't look at it like, you know, like that, you know, to me, I go into each movie just ready to be told the story that's going to be told to me you know I think there is a positive and negative side to viewing superhero movies as their own genre now because like back before the MCU like you know back before the first Iron Man movie, you know, um, I think the way that people use the term superhero genre would be fair. I mean, superhero movies was a very distinct thing. Like, it was what it was. You know, you got your, your Batman and Robins, you know, you got your, you know, whatever, you know. But I feel like one of the things that 
the MCU has done so well, specifically, um, and other companies have, have good one-offs here and there, you know, but one of the things that I love about the MCU is even though at the end of the day it is a superhero movie, each film has their own shell, you know, like one movie is a crime thriller, you know, Doctor Strange was sort of the horror type movie and the next Doctor Strange is even going to be more, you know, horror-y, you know, um, you know, Ant-Man, you know, Ant-Man, the first one was, uh, was a heist film, you know, each MCU movie that we've gotten for the most part up until Endgame has been its own genre of movie so for me I've never felt that way about the MCU franchise in particular because of that because I'm just excited to see what they do next I mean even look at the the Shang-Chi trailer that just came out I mean we got it that's a you know martial arts film or you know an oriental film you know or whatever verbiage you want to use you know um, I think that's what keeps it so cool and neat and fun to to enjoy. So I don't understand this notion of superhero movie fatigue. I think that is a, a fake term. I don't think that that is actually a thing. What I do think is a possibility is, sure, are you the person just not wanting to watch superhero movies because that's a completely different different thing you know um, um, and, and, and I say all that because I think it's important you know it's completely fair one way or another whether you liked Falcon or the Winter Soldier or WandaVision or not for that you know for that matter you know it doesn't matter whether you liked it or not, you know. But I think something that everybody needs to keep in mind is don't judge something solely on how you feel in the moment, you know. Be fair with your assessment of the product, you know. Um... And so I think that I think that's I think that's something I really important. Like for instance, it's it's like me. Like if I know that I'm just not in the mood for pasta, then you know I know that I probably shouldn't go to Olive Garden. You know, and if a bunch of friends or family are wanting to go to Olive Garden to eat, that I probably know or they should probably know that you know, take what I say with a grain of salt because I'm just not in the mood. I'm not in the mood for Italian food or, or pasta or whatever, you know, whatever the case. So I think it's one of those kinds of things. It's like, I think we get so caught up in our own head sometimes that we forget how to separate reality from how we feel when those two things are two completely different things, you know, which is why I rate movies and I do my reviews from the vantage point that I do. Because I have no problem at all saying whether I like something or not. 
But I'm not going to say something is bad if it's not bad. You know, like I'm, I'm never going to be that kind of reviewer um, because I don't want to be that. I don't want to be I don't want to be that kind of person because that would be that would be a lie. And it would be letting my bad attitude or, you know, negativity on something get in the way of, of that. But to bring it back to the Falcon and Winter Soldier, let me tell you, I think Disney was really brave. And with they touching on a lot of really touchy sh- subjects, they really go to some places in this show that really pose a lot of interest, interesting questions about a lot of different things. For that matter, I, it, for that reason, I think this show is incredible. After sitting on it for a handful of hours throughout the day, I gotta say, I think I'm gonna... F- give this whole series probably a 9 out of 10 for me. The reason I'm nick the nicking that last point is because there are some parts of it that are a little rough around the edges. Not horrible, just noticeable. <coughs> but I think if you're a fan of the MCU franchise and you haven't watched it yet, I think you'll really enjoy it. And just go into it to have fun. Because at the end of the day, it's a really, really good series. And um, they really technically, honestly, left it open to do more. So I wonder if they'll do a second series, which would be cool. So those are my thoughts of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, What did you think of it if you watched it? If you didn't watch it, are you planning to? Um, I think you really should. It's really good. But thanks for listening. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Peace out.